0: this works podcast i'm your host ryan and today is a very special episode where we wrap up the year of music and to help me do that is none other than eric himself eric how you doing
2: man hello ryan i'm doing very well how are you doing today oh, i'm doing good, I wanted, I'm good, one, like I'm good I wanted to get up early and i'm on a good so i
0: wanted to get up early in stream a little bit that didn't happen <laughs> i just i think i literally stayed in bed till like 8 30 and i was like oh, i need to hurry up and get up
2: You know what? Sometimes you just got to stay in bed,
0: Ryan.
2: Yeah. just, you have to.
0: And I'm glad I did because it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. So Uh, what time were
2: you going to get up?
0: Oh, I wanted to like get up at like 6 a.m. and start streaming for a couple hours, then take a shower, eat breakfast, and then do some Uh stuff I just did for work. And now we're at recording a podcast.
2: Well, you know, it'll be all right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, should be good. It should be okay. good. Still gotta do laundry, but everything's going good, man. I don't uh have the coronavirus anymore. I feel a lot better. I probably sound a lot better. You do sound better. I was you sounded okay last. with
2: frogs or yeti yeah. what, was it was. Yeti. Yeah, frogs yeti. You sounded all right, but you could tell you're still
0: you, know, <laughs> you could like sick. I definitely noticed it. Um but yeah, I'm excited to feel good again. We got our Christmas party coming up this Thursday oh, for our, for our area. Um, yeah, what are you doing? We're gonna go to Yard House. Nice. Yeah, and we're gonna do like a white elephant and um like the patio? Merchand- yeah, we reserved it, yeah. Oh, yeah so yeah. um one of my merchandisers who's just like crushing it, like their job isn't to sell, but she's a veteran. And like she one of our Ralphs is got between almost three hundred and five hundred cases, and it's mainly because of her. So we're all getting like these gifts and shit to give to her so it's gonna be like a little gift for her as well. Oh wow. Um cool. Very very much looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be awesome. Most of my teams going and last year they didn't go for the most part because they're just busy.
2: Yeah yeah. So which not I mean what city? Our old one. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's, you could yeah there you go. Sorry. Um
0: uh, I think it's them? I think it's better than heroes because I think heroes like yeah, heroes think their food sucks Dude, sucks.
2: dude they do <laughs> yeah. have big ass drinks and beers but their food fucking sucks
0: but the drinks are good i mean i'll give them that and the service is always good the the environment's always great it's just the food like just because you hand me like a pile of food doesn't make it good you know like it's i don't know i'm so glad we're not going there um but yeah that's pretty much it man just trying to wrap up the year dude we're almost here we got two weeks left and i couldn't be more excited to kind of see what the new year brings maybe uh another promotion we'll see who knows
2: Oh, yeah, dude. Fucking fight for that shit. Do it, bro. I'm proud of you. Thank also, you I wanted it. to say um, I had a really good fucking time yesterday. Finally getting on Xbox <laughs> and playing video games for like an hour. For like was the like, first time in like a year? <laughs> for the first time in forever. Oh, God. Um, no, dude, that shit was fun. Halo was fucking cool, man. Uh, Told you
0: it plays like Apex a little bit. Yeah, I could tell a, bit, a you little bit more. Too uncomfortable.
2: Uh. Uh-uh. Um. I mean, I enjoyed playing Apex, but actually, I enjoyed playing playing with Jarrett. I was telling him yesterday, I was like, at this point, he's the only one I want to play with because we can drop anywhere and we will die super quick, and we don't give a fuck. Like we're just having fun. I don't give a shit. You know, nobody's getting mad at me because we died and they have to revive me or vice versa. <laughs> like, like how the only
0: person in the world you could be talking about is like literally on the call with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you.
2: <laughs> no, but so, I was Jared, I was like, dude, this is a lot of fun. And I just hadn't played. So I was really happy. Nice. Uh, I got to play Xbox for just like, like I said, you know, uh, maybe a little bit. About, um, about an hour, hour, and a half, hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And then cool. uh, the other thing is also, uh, end of the year, Ooh. Uh, I wanted to ask you this question because I think I have an answer, but if you had to pick a movie or something for oh, movie, and let's just stick with movie. Cause I don't have a TV show. Um, what do you think was the best movie you saw this year? Uh, I think because, you know, I love
0: Godzilla so much, you know, I, I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll love the movie cause of the monster. But the fact that like the human characters were better than Godzilla himself in his own movie was like really mind blowing. And I'm a huge world war II fan Mm. Uh, just because of like I couldn't imagine living in that era yeah and and That's just when um, those ho-
2: those motherfuckers were hard
0: yeah they were hard in the paint um so I think that movie takes the cake because I it just really I thought it was such a fucked up movie like it never wasn't fucked up
2: yeah um man, I'm, I'm gonna I'm I have to agree I saw another video on it today and I was like man that fucking movie was really good I'm very happy Ryan made me go Um, And that's only of the movies that I saw. You know, I didn't see, I did watch Barbie on the plane. I thought that was pretty good. I I like Barbie. I thought Ken or uh, Ryan Gosling was fucking hilarious. He's he's Ken enough. Yeah. Um, I actually watched The Blackening also on the the plane. Mm. That was actually pretty funny. So if you get a chance on something, it's worth a watch. Um, And then I did actually watch Top Gun again, which was surprisingly better than the last time we saw it. I was happy I watched it again. Dude, it was actually, it's not bad. But man, I think it's insane. Did I say Top Gun?
0: Yeah. Oh, you meant uh, Mission I'm Impossible. I'm sorry. I Mission,
2: did I say Top Gun? My bad. Yeah, Mission Impossible. Dead Reckoning 2. fucking one. hate that movie. Yeah. Watch it again. Watch it. God, it's
0: uh... it's not Okay, bad. okay, okay. I'll watch it. We'll see. Bro, we'll I see. watched I'll it, watch it on the it plane, again.
2: man. I was like, man, this is actually pretty is good. Not bad.
0: Because I fucking shit on that movie.
2: <laughs> I know. We both did. And I will retract my statement a little bit. I enjoyed it. So um, Maybe it was because I had to pay for it to get in the theater. But while I was on an airplane to watch it, I didn't have to pay for it again.
0: Yeah. maybe I don't know. Maybe it felt good because it was free. Um, Dude, I,
2: I really enjoyed it. So Even the ending. I was like, oh, okay. Which I thought the ending he still was. still thought
0: Gabriel was a fine villain. Because that was my. Yeah, but you statement. know what? Like,
2: He's not really the villain. villain. I know it's the AI, but he still sucks. I'll give you that.
0: Okay, that's all I needed to hear because, like, I fucking hated in, it so
2: much in all. Although I was still sad they killed what's your name, but
0: um, yeah, sorry, we got Haley Atwell. Yeah, take one head off and replace it with another.
2: <laughs> I mean uh, Yeah, hell, hydro. but anyway. So no, I just wanted to ask you that and then tell you that I really enjoyed Good Judah. Good Judah. Well, I
0: wanted to say. Before Godzilla, I already had a pretty two movies that were, you know, fighting for number one. Uh-huh. And that was a Super Mario movie and Oppenheimer. I,
2: I, so I watched Oppenheimer.
0: F- I fucking love Oppenheimer. I saw yeah. it twice in theaters, loved every second of it. But, you know, obviously Nana can't go to the theaters because she doesn't want to. She's boring. Um, I watched it with her and Jarrett uh, the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, Black Friday. Uh-huh. And dude, even at home. The movie like still hit on all the audio levels. It, I mean, there's a scene that is like historically going to be talked about for God knows how long, and it still hit just as powerful at at home as it did in the theaters. Like, please really? watch. I bought. I bought it. Like you. No, have no, it. no, no, I know it's on there.
2: I, I gotta. Yeah, I know. Um, it's just like three hours, and when do I have three hours without kids? And I gotta pay attention. And
0: I know, but even like but... Cillian Murphy is like, fuck, dude. Like, yeah it's just such a good movie. It has like over a hundred actors that you're going to recognize and like, it doesn't stop. It just keeps happening. And it's kind of funny. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, that's one I need to watch. watch.
0: <clears throat> yeah. And nice. like, uh, you know, um, super Mario was amazing. You know, it, it, it like spoke to every fan who's been there since the beginning. And then any new fans can really appreciate it still. But it was great because it was like a movie that was, uh, literally made for everyone just like the games but was so geared towards the adults who grew up with it and i think that's the best way you can make these kind of movies is like still make it very approachable for the kids but also like the parents want to sit there and watch it and they finally yeah. did it so um i can't wait to see what the nintendo universe is now um it's been a long time coming i mean they've been talking about this for like a decade so i'm glad it's finally happening i don't know how i feel about the legend of zelda live action we'll see how that goes i just actually yeah, I think Illumination should have just animated it too and just made it a little bit more serious. I think that would yeah. be fine.
2: Um, I think so too. Yeah.
0: I can't wait to see if we do get Yoshi's Island. We have Yoshi, you know, stuff coming up there. We could have Donkey Kong movies. I, the the sky is the limit, and I can't wait to see what they do with it. Um, but yeah, if you guys haven't seen Godzilla Minus One, go see it. Like, it's worth I mean the everything. Yeah. Please go see it in the theater too. Like, <clears throat> that's a movie you want to see in the theater. Yeah. Um, yeah, is there anything else you wanted to bring up that wasn't music? Across the Spider-Verse,
2: that was a good one, too. Ooh, it was probably in the top three. Dude, I watched it again on Netflix when it came out maybe a month mm-hmm. ago. Without Still, all the audio so issues? Oh, yeah. Huh. I yeah. forgot we had that problem. Uh, yeah, well, talk uh, to uh, Me was
0: good, too.
2: Rock Rock. Talk to Me. That was good. So there was a lot of good stuff. Yeah, there's a lot
0: of good variety, you know? Like Yeah. We had a video game movie that just happened to be insane. We had mm-hmm. Spider Man that was incredible, and honestly, that movie is really good. I cannot wait to see how they wrap it up.
2: I can't. I know. Wait. Have you seen it since
0: or? Yeah, I watched it on Netflix when it came out. Okay. Also, yeah. the weekend of Thanksgiving, yeah, I watched it upstairs okay. for for whatever reason. I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna go watch it. Um, but yeah, uh, let's jump into music. So what we're here to talk about, kind of do our music of the year, essentially, episode, which I'm really excited to do. We've kind of done this, I think, two years now. I think we did it last year to some extent. But uh, yeah. real quick, so I can let the dog out. Um, what is your general take on music as a whole this year, as opposed to, like you said, before we hit record, previous years? Um,
2: I don't know, man. I think it's I think it's moving in the right direction. Um, I think there's a lot of you know, it's, it's weird because I don't think, you know, everybody says this is dead and this is, and who are the next, um, you know, headliners that, you know, bands and stuff. I think we have them. I think it's just on a smaller scale. I don't, the music industry is so different. You know, the um, albums, album sales, you know, the digital digitization of okay. music and, you know, radio is kind of fucking dead. Um, especially with the stuff that we, you and I listen, or well, all of us listen to that, um, you know, so it's kind of a a different thing, but I feel like there's a lot of groundbreaking bands and bands doing things this year and maybe even last year that are continuing to push the envelope, if you will, you know, the spirit boxes, the sleep tokens, the bad omens, the North lanes, the architects, um, you know, there's some bands that have gotten slowed down with some stuff like dance, dance, Kevin dance. But I think next year they will be, I think they'll put something out next year and it'll be bigger than the last record. Um, so I think that as far as the music is concerned, um, there was a lot of interesting, uh, stuff, you know, like yeah. I, I just, the first thing that pops in my head is the Megan, the stallion, uh, with spirit box. I mean, that was out of left fucking field. Yeah. The Cobra song. Yeah. The oh, Cobra oh. starships song, whatever the hell it's called. Um, so I think there's a lot to be uh happy about. I think, you know, twenty twenty four is gonna have a lot of fucking sick albums too, which we'll get into. Just the thoughts of what could be coming and I what I think is gonna come. Um but right now I think we're in a good in a good state, you know. Like I said, a lot of new bands, you know, the better lovers of the world, the many eyes, just because those two pop into my head, unfortunately, um as they come from two good bands um yeah but i think next year's gonna be a lot of fun a lot of fucking music i think
0: yeah i definitely think like metalcore and you know essentially that whole genre of music's off to a really good uh evolution as of last year which i which is what you pretty much said and it's because they're adding more electronics they're adding more like you know architects has full-on fucking orchestra shit you know strings and all that um pianos keys like I think just adding that to the music really evolves it in a way and then they're doing it right too like they're not overusing it like it always hits at the right moment you're like damn um and that's that pretty much goes for all the bands that have it Um, yeah that's good songwriting dude yeah very good songwriting right now and then uh the other crossover that i thought was worthy to talk about and just you know or i'm sorry to mention was the hardy and you know jeremy mckinnon cover I'm sorry, radio song, you know, so it's like, you know, we got Megan the Stallion and, you know, spirit box, you know, got hip hop and rap with rock again, which is always good. And we should always have that. And then you have country getting a little heavy because that song, you know,
2: I didn't it's, it.
0: it's heavy ish. What's that? I didn't really listen to it. I mean, if you're not like into it, like it's definitely rough to listen to, but I mean, I appreciate like what they're going for. Um, Cody from wage war also helped write that song. Um but uh yeah i mean so we had a couple couple uh crossovers essentially with genres which i think is always fun and you know i always think of like jay-z and lincoln park or run dmc and aerosmith so it's like it's something that shouldn't stop i think we should always keep doing it because it's really cool um yeah just to see uh those fan bases blend i mean (laughs) i don't know how to say it which just sounding super cheesy eric (laughs) but and for everyone listening but the concerts we went to. I really don't know how to say it just sounding like a certain person are the most diverse concerts I've seen ever. I mean, I saw we we're at the Monsters of Oz tour. <laughs> you, when we got separated, there's yeah. like this whole group of like black guys just like going to town and having the best time ever. and like it's cool, man, because like when I was in high school and shit, you saw like a like a sea of white, you know yeah. and it's not about color, but it's about seeing a good variety of people enjoy music. So it's like really cool to see that. And Because I think it's, you know, it's here for everyone. So it's something I noticed that, like, Dance Gavin Dance at House of Blues, Devil Wears Prada. Uh, the last time we saw Prada, they were, you know, also next to me and just having a fucking great time. And they don't look like people you would say, hey, they probably listen to metalcore. So it's really cool to see all these new faces uh, at these concerts because it's, it's really nice to see because these bands deserve all these type of fans, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, well, I think some of the stuff that, you know, I know we – A lot of people don't like, let me rephrase that, a lot of people we know that are close to us don't like the style of music that we listen to because they don't understand it or this or that. But when you go to these shows, I mean, it's fucking hilarious. And I was telling, I think I was telling my buddy Matt when we were at the August Burns Red Show, um, in between the bands, they play different songs, right? I mean, they played Linkin Park everybody's singing Lincoln Park. They played System of a Down. Everyone's singing that. They played Bohemian Rhapsody. Everybody's singing that. They played an Elton John song that I can't the popular song that I cannot think. Everybody's singing. So, and then there was a ton of other songs. I mean, there was a lot of songs. So what I'm saying is, is it, it, what I told him is, I was, what other concert, you know, do you go to that even, um, you know, if you go to, let's just say, I don't know, and that's probably too big. I was going to say Taylor Swift, but you know, the larger artists that are mid tier artists when they're switching out acts and stuff like that, they're not, pu- I mean, I don't think that they're putting on like metalcore songs or whatever, you know, in between, or maybe they're not even putting on the system of downs or the Linkin parks in between, you know?
1: So yeah. I feel like
2: the group of people that we usually are around in these concerts are very eclectic and listen to a lot of different things. Um, so I, that's one of the things I enjoy seeing and and I've seen a lot more women, I feel like, at these um concerts. Older and uh, women, yeah. Um yeah, older people, well, older we're getting well, like I guess, I guess, older. I guess I guess it's us now.
0: We're the older people.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the funny part about last night is um there was a bunch of he even called it out, uh Brendan from Bleeding Through, he's like, all you middle-aged motherfuckers. Or no, he said we're middle-aged, <laughs> and then that makes all you motherfuckers because uh they played the this is love, this is murderous uh oh. 20th year anniversary 20th you know anniversary. Got it. It was 20 years of an album, right? Yeah. But he called it out and that was pretty that was pretty funny. Um I love that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's hilarious. I mean, he was he was energetic as fuck. He was rolling around. Tim Lambis was there, Doc Coyle oh, nice. was there, Chris Garza was there. There was a punk. There was a oh, Tony uh Jose Mangan was there. There was a fuck ton of people there. Were they were they, they just cruising around or the or? crowd? Uh Tim Lombisi's came out for the first song. Okay. Um with uh, bleeding through. So that was pretty cool. That big ass motherfucker. Yeah, still he's ripped. Yeah. yeah. Um Planning a second Yeah, murder. man. I, e- even if you look at the some <laughs> of the bands, I didn't hear what you said. I'm planning his second murder. <laughs> oh god. Um, even when you look at the bands that have kind of broken out this year, or just started to get some progression, I mean, you see a lot of women fronted bands. Um, you know, the Spearbox Boxes, the Vexed, the Dying um, Wish, Dying Wish, Venom Prison, um, Face Yourself, Daedric. Um, which one? Daedric. What's that? Hot chick's name? Daedric. Does the Elder
0: Scrolls album? She's fucking screams like crazy. You're the one that sent it. Mm, I don't
2: remember. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't remember. But, you yeah, no, know, there's a lot of eclectic shit going on right now. So it's pretty cool. COVID, yeah. COVID yeah. might have been the catalyst for people making a lot of good music stuck in their homes and shit. Yeah.
0: And then, uh, you know, it's like really cool to see, you know, a lot of live shows. Like a lot of, a lot of bands did uh, live shows that you could watch online. So many. So. I didn't uh buy a Bad Omens ticket but the show you guys went to but I did watch it live and it was fucking amazing. It was amazing
2: live. It was crazy. That was my favorite show this year, I think. Yeah. That's what I wrote down.
0: Uh you weren't there, <laughs> Well, I mean, you don't know. I wrote well, down you. the other ones, so you know. Um anyways, you, so yeah, that's that's how we feel about music this year. Let's jump into our top list as we got quite a few to go through. We'll start it off with singles, Eric. What are your top singles of the year so
2: far? Um, on these, I would say it's no, no. Eh, I guess it's kind of in a particular order. <clears throat> I mean, I feel like uh, you and I might have some of the same stuff. Well, at least maybe number one, uh, Dante from Northlane was definitely. It was hard to get into for some reason. Um, like the first song or the first time. But then, as you keep playing it and you you hear the lyrics, and it just it fucking just is awesome. It's fucking awesome. Um, the other one I had, the other couple I had was a uh, dystopia from Crystal Lake. I was a little concerned about how Crystal Lake was going to come back and what they were going to sound like. And uh, I think that that song is very good and and sounds like fucking Crystal Lake. I mean, the guy obviously sounds slightly different but similar. And uh, I just listened to a podcast with them so hearing a little of the backstory and how they got him and what he had to do and how long he's been messing around and performing with them and, and just kind of really was cool to listen to. So it kind of put a little bit more of a spotlight on the background of them. So I'm excited to see what they do next year. Uh, Earn it from ghost inside was another one. Um, I like that one and death grip, but I think I like earn it better. Uh, Again, just a solid fucking ghost inside song. Um catchy ass chorus, really good singing with him and Jim, um, with uh shit, Jonathan and Jim. So um the ghost of Billy what the fuck is it called again? Robinson or something like think, that. Yeah, you know, some shit. Um by DGD or Dance Kevin Dance. Um that song is heartbreaking and, and sorry and also amazing at the same time. The ghost of Billy Royalton. There it is. Um, the Ghost of Billy Royalton by Dance Kevin Dance, again great lyrics. You know I love what they're doing with the three vocalists, and actually that one they brought back. Um, what's his name? Uh, the guitarist Will Swans. You know rapping, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but you know giving him something to do is is a good thing. Uh, and then what else? Uh, Theory of uh, Theory of Mind by Kublai Khan. Just solid. It's Kublai You know, I like the simplicity that they have. And then um, again, listening to a podcast that he did, he was like, they were talking about his lyrics. And in the beginning of that song, he says, monkey see, monkey do. And he was basically saying that it was something they brought up into the studio, like because of the lyrical content. And somebody said, oh, you should say that. And he's like, and then it was more of a joke, like, oh, you won't say that. And he's like, fuck that. I'll do it. And then they left it in the song and it would just made it sound fucking kind of funny, but made it work. Yeah. And then the other one I've got is Mystic Chord by Many Eyes, which is the second single by Many Eyes, the new Keith Buckley band. Um very excited to see what happens with that because I think we all love Keith. And,
0: and he's just to see what happens fucking Greg Picciato at like, screaming and singing. Fuck I you, would Brian. agree. Yeah, like I it's such I like, like Greg, but I, I just
2: think I love you know, Greg but... Biasness or whatever, but I still think his lyrical content and his vocals are better than Greg.
0: Yeah, I think Greg should just
2: stick to Black Queen. That'd be great. So Those are some of the favorite singles I Mm scrounged up. There's a ton. I mean, (laughs) but you go ahead.
0: Yeah, so Dante by North Lane just takes the cake for me. I kind of felt the same way listening to it the first time. I was like, yeah, it's good. You know, it's cool, obviously. And then, like, the more I listen to it, And it's like the electronics in the background, the flow of the song, how it just keeps going. The chorus, he literally just draws out his vocal cords. He just keeps going when you think it's going to end and it doesn't. Uh, To the little, the bridge, instead of a breakdown, it's just a nice solo um, that flows back into the chorus. And then the outro of the song, how it just slows down. It's just nothing but piano and Marcus, you know, slowly singing. I was just like, dude, this song's really good. And I agree with what we said is that this would be like the perfect song to just wrap up the next record. So I'm hoping that's how they do their track list when the time comes. Um I feel like it Ghost... makes sense, but yeah, yeah, I think, I think it makes sense too, but we'll see how they do it. Or it could be halfway through the album, like Nova or something mm. um, or solar from uh yeah. Anyways, Meridian. No, whatever. Oh, Mesmer. Um, So yeah, it goes to Billy Royalton, I think is the best DGG song I've almost ever heard. I just think everything about it's great. I think the fact that you had, you know, you made a tribute song to Tim and like the amount of pressure you must have felt making that song, and they came out with this is like pretty remarkable in my opinion. Uh, I truly love the song. I actually did Death Grip for Ghost Inside. I like that song more. I just love how rugged the song is, uh, with especially with the guitars in the beginning. Um, <clears throat> I think Seeing Red by Architects is amazing. But if you listen to Architects as much as I have, It's nothing really new. I do like that they made a song for all the haters. I think that's fucking funny. And, you know, they just kind of go straight into it. The only thing I don't like about the Seeing Red is that they brought back, like, the whole Bring Me the Horizon, you know, school chant or whatever. Yeah, the
2: chorus, the choir, kids choir thing. Yeah. Yeah, the kids choir. It's so quick. There is one
0: part where they do it and it flows, but I don't think they should have done it every time. Mm
1: -hmm. So I
0: think it's like the middle chorus that he does it again. And then he says, you know, Sam says, yeah, that's right. And the way it flows, it sounds really good with the choir. I just don't think it needed to
2: happen every single time. Yeah, Um, that was the one thing that threw me off on that song. I I like the song. It's just the one thing.
0: Yeah, you know, and and it's not like I don't I can't speak for the other haters. I do think uh, broken symptoms of a classic symphony, whatever it's called, the classic symptoms of a broken symphony. um, I don't think it's a terrible album. The the thing that really bothered me about it was just that it seems so uninspired, like Dan's drums, Dan's drumming in that album just isn't technical at all. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: It, it sounds like anyone who's played drums for a couple of years can probably record that album. Uh, and no offense to Dan, I just don't know what their process was. I wasn't there in the studio. I just want old Dan back. And and I think the guitars for this sound amazing, too, and seeing red. And then Sam uh, Sam's fucking great vocalist, in my opinion. Fuck Chris. I think his clean vocals are great, and no, yeah, obviously he's got his, great vocals, yeah, and then his unclean vocals are out of this world, I mean they're like You know, grave digger and naysayer when they think of metalcore and they bring up Sam. So it's like, no, nah, dude, like he's still got it. I just, you know, and some of the best songs off the last record, they were great, but they also went on too long. So like, I just hope that they just bring it back. That's all. Um, well, then, I think uh, you have seeing
2: red as anything is. I think they will. I think it'll. I think it'll be. I hope.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's like a lot I of potential in seeing red. There is, and I'm okay with you know whether well, there's seven or eight records deep now, like I get it. You want to change your sound and you don't want to always like hate what you write about or whatever, you know, the source material, you know, the reason for the lyrics, but I think there's still a way to go about it <laughs> a little bit. Well, and I,
2: Yeah. The source material is a hundred percent. And maybe that's why those, but I mean, you had three, he was still alive, but four fucking bangers all semi different, you know, from, um, the one with Nace, uh, uh Gravedigger on it. Um, forget it, we're lost. Thank together. you, yeah, up up into uh, the Spaceman in the Church one, Sorry, us who wish to exist, yeah, those in between there, those four albums, oh, yeah. And then it was just classic, was just like you said, it was a little uninspired,
0: yeah. So, and again, yeah, the, I, the lyrical
2: content could be it, but I know they don't want to write about the same, shit. and I, I get that, but. There's plenty of other shit in the world to write about, I think.
0: Well, that's the thing is like the best songs off classic, in my opinion, are, you know, deep fake, uh, the house burning song, a slow song. And then like all the all the world is. Whatever, but doom scrolling is a good song. That's about, you know, what they call it is doom scrolling on social media, which all of us do. Like there's still good and then be very afraid. Like there's still a lot of good songs that they could write. I just think they need to go a little bit deeper uh but yeah next up is mystic cord off Many eyes uh we all love keith buckley here um we love him so much i'm so excited for him to be back and
2: brian
0: besides brian he's a bitch
2: you <laughs> <laughs> will i can't wait to die on that greg bachato fucking hill he will die and
0: I, I know dillinger fucking sucks uh um, i wouldn't go that far but i've never liked him but uh yeah so uh, many eyes is great if you've heard every time i die and you love keith buckley still sounds like that so uh, i can't wait to see what they do to hopefully not keep that sound like i still want them to evolve and do their own thing but keith keith's vocals are just uh unmatched in terms of the two comparison if you want to make it uh i got two more singles Uh, i got viper room by thornhill i just i love thornhill i love what they do i hate A little bit that they ditched the metalcore so quick after they made what some people regard as one of the best metalcore albums of all time because from start to finish that album's fucking insane um but i thought heroin uh yeah heroin the last album was great it had a few you know missteps i think but viper room still sounds like they're following that sound so it's like 100th you know like it it sucks when 100th like their last, uh, uh, their album Free was like their best, and then they dropped that sound, so it's a little sad. And then Rare was great, but they still went not pass that. So I'm curious to see what Thornhill does. And then lastly, uh, Knocked Loose. Everything is quiet now. I mean, I think Knocked Loose is one of the best bands out there, and they also really blew up this year with all the tours they were on. Also playing Coachella this year, the only metalcore act at Coachella this year. Uh, and a heavy. Band, yeah heavy Fuck. yeah not just any not band. Just <laughs> metal metalcore they're fucking heavy yeah they're, they're fucking. yeah like you're gonna punch someone at their show
2: <laughs> or you're gonna want to
0: yeah you're gonna want or to. or you're sure. gonna get punched yeah you might even die um but I think uh th- upon lost singles is great you know so we got deep in the willow and everything is quiet now they released a music video that put both singles together and I thought it was amazing so I cannot wait to see what we get from them in 2024. <clears throat> uh, anything else on singles? Are we moving on the records?
2: Yeah, I just want to say uh, one thing: Sauls Halls number one, all the uh, balls. Sauls Halls, all yeah. the
0: balls. Uh, Sauls Halls number one hauling company in the world. uh Sauls Halls, all the balls. Be sure to check out Sauls Halls at Instagram at Sauls Halls on Instagram and TikTok. Let them know you came from It Just Works podcast. Now we're gonna move on the to top five records. I'll go first on this one. You gonna do
2: records first? Yeah. Okay, good.
0: Uh so first up is a you know Polaris is fatalism. I've heard that, of them. Uh, hang up. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. This is your 5 to 1 or 1 to 5 or no particular order? 1 to
0: 5. No, it's in order. Okay,
2: sorry. The singles were two technically.
0: Okay. Um So yeah, this is a so I chose Fatalism by Polaris. I've never really listened to them, and I think this album is like just outstanding. Please go listen to it. Uh RIP Ryan. Uh, Their guitarist unfortunately passed away, but this record is a great way to honor him. And I think this is one of the easily the best start to finish record that came out this year, uh, bar none. And uh, yeah, I fucking I love it so much. So many great songs to check out. Uh, It's it's truly a great listen from instruments to the vocals to the lyrics. I mean, you're going to be happy with this record if you like this genre of music. So please check it out. Uh, Next up is The Fear of Letting Go by HoloFront. So now it's just the two-man band, essentially. And there is a couple songs with Dakota. They're clean vocalists who left. Um, but yeah, I I didn't know how to feel about this album at first. But in the past three weeks, I kind of went back and listened to it a couple times. And yeah, I'm just completely on board with this album. And I think they did a really good job, which is crazy because they just released one last year, which was also a banger. So Two albums in a row in two years is pretty crazy to do, and they did a really good job of that. So that's why I also put them at number two, because that's not an easy feat. Uh, next up is Goodnight, God Bless, I Love You from Crosses. Uh, I I love this album so much. Uh, I like the singles, Invisible Hand, and uh, something leather, I think, or I don't know. <clears throat> I got to look it up. But yeah, this song is also, or I'm sorry, this album is fucking crazy good. Uh, If you're into like electronic music or just like the 80s electronic music and you like Deftones, who, you know, we got Chino Marino as a lead vocalist here, uh, please check this out. You won't be disappointed. And then next up is our favorite TikTok rappers who have had singles throughout COVID and have completely blown up to stardom. But I really love their BC Boy sound. So I went with Punk Tactics by Joey Valence and Bray. I just love these guys. I love their attitude. Their lyrics are great. They're like, I think they're slightly younger than me, but all their lyrics are pretty much just straight pop culture references from the late 90s and early 2000s. And I love what they did here. Uh, I just think it's a good variety, uh, something different to listen to. And if they if they keep up with where they're at, it's definitely the future of, I would say, this kind of like hip-hop and rap where, you know, they kind of sound like the BC Boys again, but still sound like their own thing. And then um <clears throat> I would say next up to wrap up the top 5 records is uh Divine Intervention from Hail the Sun. Uh, I've always liked Hail the Sun, but I think this record's like really good. I loved everything about it. Same thing, start to finish, just really enjoyed it. Every time a song came up on Shuffle, I was pretty happy with it. So, that's my top 5.
2: Nice. I didn't realize that Hollow Front was only two people. Now, and also, I totally forgot that they had one full-length record come out last year. That is pretty uh, pretty interesting. Um, you said that was the first time you'd ever heard um, Polaris?
0: Yeah, like you've always told me to listen to and I just never did.
2: Yeah, dude, the death we seek is fucking sick. Or, I'm sorry, the death of me.
0: Well, yeah, I definitely plan on... Um, I mean, even
2: Mortal is good. Yeah, I need
0: to listen to their old stuff, because I kind of did a... Same thing with bad omens, where I'm like, oh, I've definitely heard glass houses and you know, right, uh, what whatever, whatever the other song is. So I went back and listened to them. And I was like, God, this is even better than their last year album. So yeah, yeah, a little different, but different, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so that's my top five.
2: Yeah, so uh, those are good picks. I don't know about crosses, but. Uh... I just I, I, the singles are great. I couldn't get into the rest. Some of the other stuff. There's like maybe four or five songs I liked off of it. Um, well,
0: you gotta imagine when you come off a metalcore song and you go into crosses. It's such a nice change up. That's why.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I picked five records. I don't really have them in particular order. Um, they were just the records that I really. I mean, there was a lot of records that came out this year, but uh, my. Quote-unquote top five, and again, no particular order. Uh, I'll go from the bottom up. Uh, Death We Seek, The Death We Seek by Currents. Uh, we saw them, Chris and I saw Ooh, them live a couple weeks ago. I'm sorry, months ago. Um, they are fucking awesome. They just continue to put out great music. Um, I mean, it's just a straight-up metal chord fucking banger album. I mean, honestly... There's a couple of good songs. There's a lot. Uh, Remember me. One of the songs towards the end. I think it might even be the last song. Um, is just my favorite song on that record. Um, it's just. It shows a lot of growth from where they were before. The lead singer's got a lot of new um, vocal talent, in my opinion. And uh, I think he gets assistance by the either the bass, one of the ba- the bassist or one of the guitarists. But it's just a really good record. Um, the other one. Following that's uh, Divine Intertention by Hail the Sun. Uh I've seen Hail the Sun kind of grow. And I, you know, I kinda lost them in the middle. But their early albums and then the newest album, the last two albums were freaking amazing. And I just really like their direction. They're pretty consistent. They have great everything. I mean, that album, there's like I think there's one song on there that I don't really care for it. I think it's like track 10. I can't remember what it's called, but other than that, every song on that is just awesome. So, definitely a, an album worth checking out um, by Hail the Sun. The other one that I've got on here, um, Not Without My Ghosts, The Amity Affliction. Um, oh, yeah, that was a runner-up, too. Yeah, I mean, dude, there's a ton. Um, just we, I, I've seen them twice this year, um, and they're just solid. They sound so fucking good this album was just another step up. I mean, um, the last one wasn't bad. I had really good songs on it. They, they have good songs. They've had good songs since, you know, the mid two thousands, um, 2006 to 2010, somewhere in there. And, uh, but not without my ghost. It kind of, I feel like they brought another level on the drumming on the guitar on the screaming. I mean, singing everything, the lyrical content is always, they've always had really good lyrical content, but this one just followed suit and, it was just fucking intense from the get-go. The singles, and even the singles that they put up before, I believe it was like last year, and maybe even 2021, leading up to this album was just really good. So I really enjoyed that album. And then I've got Life is But a Dream by Avenged Sevenfold as a, the other one. You know, I don't know. I don't know, dude. It <laughs> fucking got me. It was weird. It's weird as fuck. It's Avenged. They're doing a lot of weird shit, but I fucking, am, I enjoyed the shit out of it. I don't know why. Um, I mean, they're doing such weird shit with it. And I know a lot of people didn't like it, but, um, I really enjoyed it. I mean, if you are any kind of an Avenge simple or you, I mean, it's like they do the Avenge thing with like some Pink Floyd shit with like random noises. I don't even know what to say about it, but it's, I enjoyed it. I I didn't, I didn't enjoy the singles when they came out because they were so weird, but when you listen to it from the front to back with the record, it makes a lot more sense to me. Yeah. So that's just up there. And then my last uh, album that I really enjoyed that I didn't think I was going to enjoy was Beartooth, The Surface. Uh, Because they put out uh, Sunshine as a first... One of I think it was a second single. Um, And I can't remember the other single that was on it, but the album as a whole is just fucking great. Uh, I think it's their best record that they have, besides maybe Disgusting. Disgusting, Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Riptide was the other one. Ripped, those songs are great. They're fine. But the rest of the album is better. The lyrics, I mean, you can just tell what uh, Caleb was kind of going through, what he wrote, what he, you know, had to, what he's been going through and He's always been like that with this band, but this album was just really, really good. I mean, the last song I was alive, I mean, just the whole album's really good, so I advise anybody to just check it out at the very least. So, that's the top records for me. Yeah, yeah, Amity
0: Affliction really did step it up like crazy. Um So just for reference, because I think it is pretty crazy to think about, so last year... We had uh, North Lane Obsidian, Alexis on Fire, Sick Tier Guns, Thornhill, Bad Omens, Hollow Front, Scary Kids, Scaring Kids, Counterparts, Devil Wars Prada, uh, Architects, and Royal Coda, and Parkway Drive, Kublai Khan. Um, yeah, so all that came out last year too. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. And that's like just the stuff I had. I'm sure you had even more, right? Yeah, it looks like like it didn't add a whole lot. But yeah, so pretty fucking insane. Uh, Music's in a really good place right now. And uh, speaking of that, music being a good place and what we hope to see comes, I pretty much, I literally put literally the same as you, but I also added four other bands. So before you do your most anticipated records, I'll do uh, the four that I'm talking about. So obviously I put Thornhill on there. uh, In Heart's Wake, I hope they come back. I want to see what they do next because I thought... Their last one was amazing. It's actually my favorite one of theirs. It's crazy. Yeah, Calyuga.
2: Yeah. Calyuga, thank you.
0: Yeah, even though Earthwalker and
2: um Sky Dancer
0: Divination Divination Arc. are really good, uh Calyuga just takes it for me. There's so many amazing songs 2033 Iron Dice. I can keep going. Uh Doves Prada, we know they're writing something and it's coming out next month, so I'm hoping it's just an announcement of a new record. It would make sense to me. Uh, the last one came out last year and they are now more popular than they've ever been. Their concerts are all selling out. Uh, everything about them is really good. So I would say ride that wave and create something new. So I'm hoping we get something new from them and then obviously knocked loose. Uh, hopefully it gives
2: us a new record next year. And yeah. then, Eric, what are yours? Um, the Ghost Inside, I imagine that. I know that they have been writing. I've seen a couple of interviews or whatever. Plus they had put out those two new singles this year. Um, That were really good. And then, so yeah, I I feel like that's going to be coming. Um, Make Them Suffer. We know that they've been writing. They put out a couple singles with Doom Switch and uh, was it Ghost of Me? Ghost of Me, those are both really good singles too. Yeah, Doom Switch is sick. Ghost of Me is really good. Uh, So that'll be coming. Very excited about that. I wore their old Never, well, it's not old. I got it this year. But their Never Bloom t-shirt last night. And I got a ton of like, Oh, fuck, Make Them Suffer. So that was really cool uh north lane of course they had been writing they recorded they dropped dante and the only way to listen to dante is loud as fuck in your car um driving in the nights with the windows open there yourself uh i got architects on here obviously they put scene red out so i'm gonna safely assume that they're putting a record out i hadn't seen anything but again i don't know they're touring uh the u.s or they will be um kublacon that is coming I know that they're coming uh they put out the one song this year they've been on a couple podcasts I've heard this year and they've just talked about the writing process and the, they are in the works uh dance cabin dance I'm gonna safely assume they're also coming out with a record they come out they came out with one last year 2022 jackpot juicer uh, or jackpot juice world or whatever the hell was called <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um You know, they put out War Machine and they also put out the Ghosts of of Billy Royalton as singles. You know, I don't think that those will be on the new album, maybe. Uh, But if those two songs are any indication of what they're doing and kind of how they're writing and and writing songs, I think that's a good, they're in a good spot, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Spirit Box is also going to have a a new new record next year, uh, even though they put out the EP, but. They've put out a couple EPs, singles, and stuff. So I hope that uh, I hope that they come out with something new. I hope, actually, I hope that they they also use Josh a little bit. Maybe not, not every I song. So. I don't think they need to use him on every song, like as I did. But maybe a couple songs would be sick. I think. And then uh, yeah, I think I, waste against talent. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and bad omens. Bad Omens will be coming out with a, a new record, I assume, this year. And uh, again, heard him a couple times, Noah, the singer, talk about writing. Um, they've been writing, they've been touring. So, and then your picks were really good too. So, I had I had added Knock Loose as well, but you'd already said it. So, oh, okay.
0: Yeah. And then obviously, you know, there's like a snippet of Delaware's product, and we know they're writing, doing something. Oh, yeah. I didn't
2: even think about that, but because I still listen to their record that's been out for what i guess a year now a
0: little over a a year year. a uh, a little over a year color decay
2: yeah it's color uh, decay i mean that album is fucking good it's still so good (laughs) yeah Uh, i can't say enough about it
0: i'm just glad some of our favorite bands are finally releasing records where it's like yeah no i guess i understand why ryan repeats it so much because like seriously it's just no that
2: record is so good yeah
0: every time it comes on I, th- I was uh, driving the other day and I just hit shuffle and I had like fucking uh, Barry tomorrow. Come on with like Technicolor, which I still like that song a lot. Just like a bunch of singles and then Clarity came on. I was like, fuck, <laughs> dude, huh? sometimes shuffle just really hits. Um, yeah, it was one choice by Ghost Inside. I was like another song and then Broken Statues. We came as Romans I'm like fuck. Just an incredible variety. Um, so to wrap everything up, <clears throat> I meant favorite concerts, but you have one specifically that takes the cake. Uh, what is your favorite concert this year?
2: And maybe like a couple runner, runner-ups. Uh, we, went, Chris and I went to um, Bad Omens with ERA and Icy Stars. Uh, and it was just I mean, the crowd sucked because it was like TikTokers, teeny boppers. bunch of There was a bunch of girls. I mean, it was L.A., so I don't know if that made any difference. But other than that, the show that was put on and the production and the value, I mean, it was just awesome. It was really good. And I, it was also kind of led into the fact that I hadn't seen Bad Omens before, even though I'd kind of been jamming them for a good amount of time before seeing them. Um, yeah. I think that that was another reason that it was, I was really into it too, but that's probably my favorite, favorite, uh, concert this year. But I mean, we had so many, you know, I got to see Ice Kills this year, uh, saw Trivium with Beartooth twice. The Monsters of Oz tour was amazing. Um, the North lane, Parkway Drive go sorry make them suffer an amity affliction that was amazing um so yeah there was a lot of freaking good uh, concerts this year very very good i think we probably i went to i counted i think i went to like 13 or 14 concerts so at least once a month i was at a concert and then october i think we went to like three in, in three in one week time span
0: yeah, you saw Bad Omens and the Monsters of Oz in the same weekend.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and then yeah. you your guns was after that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yo. Um, so what's your favorite concert? <clears throat> I think War. my
0: favorite, well, no, I think my favorite just because it was like really cool for it to finally happen because we've only talked about it for years. I still put Monster of Oz tour because it was so cool to see like an all-Australian band tour, which is something we dreamed about. But also, um everyone killed it uh you know fucking uh oh my god make them suffer i almost want to say ghost inside too because i'm thinking of ghost of me ghost of me uh uh, they just straight out and annihilated it and then followed up with north lane who crushed it and then amity affliction who just did a really good job i i mean parkway did great it's just they played the same fucking set list i think i've seen twice now so that was a huge bummer the only thing they really added to it was a uh, glitch and darker still, I think maybe one more new song, but that was pretty rough. But in terms of their performance, they still did what Parkway does best and puts on a damn good show. So I guess I yeah. can't really complain on that front. Um, But I did put Trivium. It's my first time ever seeing Trivium live and I loved every second of it and it was so much fun. I was singing my heart out. Uh, their, their stage presence is amazing. Matt Heafy's fucking just funny to watch. Cause he's like the dad of concerts, just making sure no one gets hurt and shit. Um, I put North lane and kingdom of giants at house of blues on February 17th. Um, I haven't seen kingdom of giants since they were playing with architects at glass house when lost forget lost forever lost together came out or all our gods have abandoned us, but it was quite a long time. And I think their new stuff is really, really good. Uh, another person i hope has a new record next year um but that was my first time seeing north lane live and i loved every second of that and i put haste the day it was just like really cool to go to that we had a good time yeah haste today
2: was probably in the runner-up position too i mean chris and i just had a fucking hell of a time yeah. um in the pit um the songs they played were perfect i mean just it was a whole it was a fucking vibe for sure yeah um and getting to go with you guys was freaking cool uh, that was the first time you saw the today right Second time. Or no, second time, sorry.
0: we I mean, saw their. It's has been a while. They put out yeah. yeah. It's been a really long time. And then in my final tour, my final show is Devil Wears Prada House of Blues round two with landmarks and counterparts.
2: Pitford King was there too.
0: Yeah, but they don't care. I mean, I don't care about them. Yeah,
2: that's really sad. I agree. I know. They, they fucking suck
0: so bad. Yeah. They need really? to look at like Amity Affliction and figure it out. Um, but yeah those are my favorite shows of the year but we also saw dance Gavin dance with Royal Coda that was pretty cool and then was was sure? yeah pretty sure more? I mean I could be wrong I don't know I could be wrong uh, too City in Color was dope as well but he didn't play I just wish he played a lot more songs like I like hope for now and stuff it was still good you know, I fucking love Dallas Green. I, mean, I think there's a couple other shows I'm missing, but yeah, that's pretty much it. And Dance was last year. Was it? Yeah. I could think it anyway. this year for some reason. So, yeah, what a pretty incredible year of music and concerts. Just so much to love. Please check out everything that we've talked about today if you haven't yet. If you've made it this far, thank you so much. Please consider scrolling down if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts and leaving us a rating, or if you're on Spotify, leaving a rating as well. It helps us grow when people search Halo or music or the bands we talked about today. Because of the higher ratings on this show, we will pop up first instead of other shows. So please consider doing that. Eric, thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we close this out right now?
2: No, I just want to promote Saul's Hall's All the Balls. Saul's Hall's Number One. Once more, just letting everybody know Saul's Hall's All the Balls also yeah, i'll say
0: merry christmas i love you oh yeah this is via eric's last episode of the year so yeah uh merry christmas we'll see you guys next week for a christmas themed episode to talk about games for the rest of the year uh but yeah thank you so much for listening and i'll see you on the next one bye
2: bye